No Bucks Given Podcast with Nick Abbott and Josh Whitney. Intro by Zia Beats. Always presented by Lee Nedge Hockey. All right, here we are with another episode of No Pucks Given Podcast, episode 11. Um, I don't know the name of it. What's the name of it? I don't know. <laughs> how, <laughs> how about Return to Greatness? There you go. Yeah, that's a good one. Goat comes back. We're going to talk right about the Masters mm-hmm. right away. Let's get, yeah. let's get right into it. Um, Josh, what do you got to say about it? Uh, pretty incredible. I'm a huge Tiger fan. I think most people really are a huge yeah. Tigers fan. So <clears throat> Tiger fan, he, uh, he wins the Masters tournament 13 under. Uh, with a host of players at 12 under, including Xander Shoffley, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, and then a bunch of good players right under that. So pretty incredible to come back after what everything he went through, nine iron to the back window, all of his back surgeries, <laughs> and uh, he comes back and wins the Masters. Uh, pretty incredible comeback story for sure. Yeah, he was awesome. All all tournament, he was just money, dude. He like Especially Sunday, every shot he made, it was just it was just perfect shots. Um, 16 was a perfect shot and that's what sealed the deal pretty much so he was money all weekend it was a lot of fun to watch i'm really happy to see him back on top now let's get into the question will he ever pass jack nicholas as the all-time master or uh majors major wins um so this is a this is a hard one because i mean he's got a couple majors coming up that he has courses that he loves to play including he's hot right now very very good like the first year he came back it was can I even win a tournament? Can I play competitive golf? He wins the tournament last year. And then this year he's like, all right, I'm competing for majors. And guess what? He proves in the first major of the year, masters. He played smarter than everybody. Goes to prove on the hole number 12 like you talked about. Everyone's hitting in the water. What does yeah. he do? He hits to the middle of the green like he did every game. He yeah. know or every day. He knows how to play that course. And he knew so, it would be a par, absolutely. but he was smart about it and didn't take a bogey. So right. that's his key. You know? So Jack, he won his last major at 46, I believe, at the Masters. So Tiger's 43. So he's got, before he even hits 46, he has three more Masters tournaments to play in. So you got to think he's going to compete in all of those just because he understands how to play the course. That yep. goes a long way. And then he's got courses coming up these next few years that he likes to play that the major championships. I think he does get to 19. Um, and if he doesn't get to 19, he at least ties it. I think, I think Tiger, yeah, he is driven yeah. now. He sees he can win the Masters. He can beat guys like Brooks Kepka, amazing player. He can beat guys like Ricky Fowler, who's up, who's still trying to get that first major, but he's a great player. Dustin Johnson. He'll get one, all, dude. All he, he, Ricky's yeah. going to get I one. I hope so. I hope so. I love Ricky a lot. Mm-hmm. Ricky's like my, my Tiger now. Like I've loved Tiger forever, yep. and now I just love Ricky a lot. So yeah. it's it's the same way. Um, I, I really enjoyed watching like Ricky play and Sunday. He played really well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Tiger will get there. It, you're right. It shows how, how good he's gotten within the last, last couple years about getting back to greatness. Mm-hmm. So it's a return of greatness for sure. And it's crazy to me. Like he's playing against all these guys that grew up idolizing him. And now he's coming back and he's beating them and yeah. taking away their dreams. How, so how ridiculous is it that for like a couple of years ago, he was telling people at the, or a few years ago with his back surgery, he was telling people at the master's dinner, I'm done. He's never going to play again. And now he won the master's won a green jack. Pretty incredible story. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I know there's been a lot of back and forth with him. Like people are like, well, why are you so happy with him with all the stuff that comes on? But everyone loves a good comeback story and everything that happened in his personal life, you know, put aside. I mean, it's different. Though. Yeah. Like, like personal life compared 
compared to golf is yeah. so different. Absolutely. You know? And I think as a, as athletic people who like who are athletic and who like to watch great athletes, I mean, just the comeback from getting your your back fused back together yeah. and all the and all the injuries he's had, it's awesome to see him back on top. Yeah, it's great to see and and obviously that we're going to talk about him for a while cuz I mean, mm-hmm. or not today, but like in the next couple right. like, you know, for the next couple months when the US Open's coming up and the yep. Tour Championships coming up and all that stuff. And it's and it's a lot to talk about because we're hoping that he just keeps going, um, and it's a lot of fun to watch him yeah. come back. So now he's number six in the world, so he's Crazy. climbing up those he, rankings. So I know everyone wants to see him return to the top spot. So hopefully he can he can keep his success going. Yeah, sure. definitely. Um, next on the topic, we're get away from golf a little bit and going to, uh, you know, hockey players' second favorite sport. We'll go into hockey now. <laughs> Let's get into it. Um, NHL playoffs. What's your what's your thoughts on it so far? <sighs> that size tells you everything. I picked the Tampa Bay Lightning. They fooled me again in the playoffs. These guys have tied the NHL win record. Then they get to the playoffs and forget that, oh, I have to show up for the playoffs like usual. They did the exact yeah. same shit as they always do. Yeah. And Tampa Bay Lightning are making me look like a fool about my hockey prediction. They're down. I told you. Zero three. I, I, I went know. with them going to the second round, losing the Leafs. I and I might be right with the Leafs going on because the Leafs, if, dude, if – if Columbus takes him down, the Leafs are going to have a tough time at Columbus too because totally Columbus great. got good goaltending. But and if the Leafs get by Boston, I mean, there's it's only Game Three, it's two to one right now. But um, we'll get into that series a little later. But still, Tampa Bay. I mean, they got Hedman out tonight in Game Four. They got Strawman out tonight in Game Four. They had Kucherov out in Game Three because of the suspension. Right. They they've definitely had their flaws. This this or their their downfalls with their players because of injuries and and suspensions. But they have to find a way to get through it. They, if they come back from this, it would be a great comeback. But I don't. I think, like I think they're getting swept tonight. I really do. I really think they're getting swept tonight. Hot take: They come back and win the series four three. I don't know. I I I I don't know. It's it's hard to say four three. Wow. You you called it though. You actually warned me when I picked them. So you said even though you picked them the first round, you said Columbus will put up more of a fight than you think they will. And now here we're sitting and they're down three zero. Yeah. And, and part of that's Kutcher's fault because he shouldn't even got. I mean, yes, he should have been suspended, but he should have been he should have been dumb enough when the game was out out of contention to go in there and do something like that and then get suspended. Like, what exactly. is he thinking? We'll talk more about suspensions too because yeah. there's yeah. a lot. There's oh, yeah. Like, like three so, of them already in the playoffs. So speaking of suspension, speaking of a great series going on, how about we talk about the Leafs and Bruins series going on and the suspension going I got, on? I got one more thing to mm. say about the Columbus okay. series really okay. quick. I have heard this from a lot of people, a lot of analysts out there. Uh, Spit and Chicklets talked about it as well. They said that there's 1,000% chance that Tampa Bay wanted to face Carolina in that first round because Carolina wouldn't have put up his fight. Carolina's fighting with West Washington, literally, um, and, literally. <laughs> and, uh, and and they're putting up a fight with them. But they would not be able to skate with Tampa like they are with Washington, in my opinion. I I really do believe that Columbus Columbus is a good enough team to beat beat any of these teams in that. They look at their team, man. They got they're defense, very talented they got offense. They mm-hmm. got everything, and their mm-hmm. goaltender is one of the best goalies in the league. So that series, like they're. I don't know. They're not really an eighth seed to me, in my in my opinion. They would, they could be a fourth, fifth, even right. first or second, you know. And that's why it's hard to see them play Tampa because they're just dominating. They're like, don't make me there. look like an idiot, Tampa. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> they're doing a good job. Eh? <laughs> All right, so let's get into the Leaf series now. Let's okay, go. so big news here. Obviously, we'll talk about the uh, Dabrowski uh, Kadri hit. So, what what's your take on that? 
And what do you think about the suspension for the whole series, the rest of the series, the first round? Suspension is definitely uh, worthy. Like it's okay. like I I you don't go after someone with a stick, but um, the shit that DeBrusque was doing in that game was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, he he started the game by roughing up Kadri. He was on top of him, hitting him for no absolute reason. Um, he's just one of those players. I understand that that's the way he plays. He wants to play with that grit, but you know, it's going to come to you. And it sure did. It came with a stick right to the teeth. So listen, I don't agree with what Kadri did. I think it would have been a lot better and it would have proved more of a point if he just dropped the gloves and beat the shit out of him. But that's just my opinion. I think that if you're, if you're in this situation with Kadri, you know, it's game two, you're down, you're down three to one at the time. It's still a comeback game. There's 12 minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to go after someone like that, but I understand the frustration too. You're, you were down three to nothing. He scored the only goal. He scored a goal in game one. He's been all over the ice. Now he's done for the rest of the series. That's a hard. That's that's a hard person to lose on that team. He's a great player, but this will help Matthews. They, they need to step up. Nylander, Nylander had a hell of a game last night in game three. Hell of a game. But um, going around, needing he need Kadri as well, and then he uh, hit. Now, the hit that everybody's talking about is the hit on Marlowe that made Nazem Kadri go after him. I I think he could have avoided that hit. I don't think he needed to finish that hit on Marlowe in that situation. In the corner of the boards like that, I know people are saying, oh, it's not, you know, it's blah, blah. Playoff hockey. Yeah, but I mean, still, it's a dirty hit. Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous hit because it could it could have hurt Patrick Marlowe. Patrick Marlowe is a vet. He's been in the league for like 20 years. He's been he's been in the league since I was born, legitimately mm-hmm. drafted the same same year. And I don't think it was necessary to finish a hit like that in the playoffs on a guy like that. Like, that's just my opinion. My only argument with this is Cadre has a, has a history. Yeah. So, exactly, and right. so the suspension is worthy. I agree with that. But I also think that might have something to do with him at the beginning of the game. It, they're just constantly, constantly chipping at them because they know how Cadre's temperature it, or temp his temperature. Temperament. Yeah. Temperament. wise, But yeah. the, he'll get hot during right, the game right. and he will go after, he will go after that team. And he did. They proved that now should have, should have he, he be playing like that to Probably not, but it is playoff hockey and they, they will allow more stuff to, they'll let more stuff go. Well, so. and that's another topic about that game. Um, I, like the refs were so inconsistent and they were letting Boston, I'm not being biased. They're letting Boston get away with everything they were calling. They were calling a tight game on Toronto. They let Boston get away with every single thing. Sorry, that's my phone. And I, I just think that that's where the, like the boil point was when they were getting away with all these like kneeing, uh, you know, heavy hits, charging all that shit. Then Kadri just was like, you know, I'm taking, take, take it in my own hands. And, and he did. And I mean, it was unnecessary to hit him like that in the face. Um, he should have, he should have just hit him legally. And then you're right. He should have dropped gloves because he wouldn't, he hurt his team now. And will it'll be telling to see if this matters in the series. I still think it's going seven games the way they're playing. However, Toronto, we talked about this a little bit. They could finish them off in six games because of how, how well they're playing, but they're going to need huge, Huge contributions from Austin Matthews, which I think he can do it. Great player yeah, in this league. Yeah. But he needs to consistently show up and be great this series. And one player that's showed up every single game so far is Freddie Anderson. Freddie Anderson has been lights out. Um, just a couple goals in game three. Um, or 
yeah, game game two and game one. You know, he's not he's not having a shaky start to the series, which is good. Tuka Rask also playing really well. So both goalies are putting up a show, and that's really good for both teams. Oh, absolutely, but, absolutely. But, and that's was the question going into the playoffs for Toronto. Yeah. And we said if they can get hot in that in that section and find their defense, they can they can run. Yeah. So yeah, and they and they're doing it, and everybody's playing as a team. There's one whole one whole group, so it's fun to watch. Um, next series, let's talk about a little bit of Washington Capitals, yeah. Carolina. Yeah. Let's start with the Ovechkin fight. Um, what's your thoughts on it? Well, you know, you know, I like a good fight. I love watching guys fight, and I love like the fight was great. I mean, if you're just looking at it as a fight standard and watching Ovechkin just maul this kid <laughs> and freaking knock him out, and uh, I'll let you get into the Russian stuff in a minute, but um, I don't like that Ovechkin did. I actually agree with the Carolina coach a little bit as far as hey, man, you. You dropped your gloves first. You went after him right away, and this kid's not. I mean, yeah, he was he was instigating a lot of that stuff, and and he took care of it. But I just don't like it. I don't like it that much. I, but at the same time, I like a good hockey fight. So it, the playoff intensity is obviously there. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, obviously, obviously, the fight is it is what it is. You know, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna drop the gloves. You're gonna go at it. It's fine. But. Um, you know now Evgeny or Andre Evgeny, I said his brother's name. Um, now Andre's out on concussion protocol, and it's a little unfortunate because he's he's got a point in every game, and he's been playing he's been playing lights out. So he's definitely uh you know going to be missing that Carolina Hurricanes dressing room, but hopefully that will push him past Washington because I have him in seven, and that's a hot take. That was a hot take last episode. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. But I. Listen, when you when you are able to stand up, he's rushing. Both of them are rushing, obviously. And when you're able to stand up next to a guy that you probably idolized ever since you were a kid, you're you know he's he's a 19 year old kid and he's fighting Ovechkin. You know for a fact that he's been watching him for the last you know however many years Ovechkin's been in the league. He's been watching him. He's been idolizing him, and that's a big thing um, for Russians, obviously. And um, I mean. I don't know. I, I would just be, uh, you know, out of my mind if I stood up to the person that I would want to, you know, stood or idolized for my whole life. I don't know. But here's the quote that Rob Renmore said. Uh, One guy's gloves come off um, way first, and that's Ovi, not our guy. So it's a little bit frustrating because he got hurt. It's his first fight. He's played 90 games. He's never fought in his life, and I'm pretty sure Ovi knew that, so that stuff bothers me. So that's the quote yep. from Rob Renner. Yeah, and I, I agree. I mean, I, I'm right on the agreement with him. Um, unfortunately, that player's lost for the series for them, and I, in my opinion. I know they say he's probably out for just game four and concussion protocol, but the way the series is going, not good for them, and they, yeah. they could be lost for the rest of the series. So yep. it sucks. Yeah, so that's, that's one thing. Um, that being said, I think Washington watching their leader and their best player in Ovechkin drop gloves and knock somebody out, I think that kind of fires up that team a little bit. But I think bit. it goes the same way with Carolina. When you see one sure, of your rookies, absolutely. one of your 19-year-olds sticking up to one of the guys like that, a vet in the yeah. NHL, best, one of the best there, players. There will be some retaliation in my oh, opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think Ovechkin's, Ovechkin's a monster, man. He'll he'll go after anybody. He doesn't care who it is. Yeah. So um, a quick little rundown of other series that are going on mm-hmm. right now. We're not going to go into every single one. Um, we talked about you know Tampa Bay, obviously. Right. Um, they're down 3 nothing going into game four tonight Montreal or uh, Toronto and Boston they're uh two to one Maple Leafs right now which is good two more to go for the Leafs go Leafs go mm-hmm. uh, they play tomorrow night game game 
four. Uh, the Islanders and the Penguins. Let's get into this a little bit. The Islanders have a chance to close it out tonight. That's the other sweep that's available tonight. What's your thoughts on that one? I don't think they sweep them just because I think the Penguins have enough experience to avoid the sweep. I, re- I really do. However, it's pretty it's pretty telling how great the Islanders are playing in this series, and I think they're going to be a threat. I know both of us picked against Islanders. That had something to do with not only Pittsburgh being, you know, they, their experience on that team, but also has to do with we hate the Islanders fans. Yes. And yeah. now it sets up a possible matchup. If they can make it there, if the Islanders keep playing like this in the Eastern Conference Finals with your Toronto Maple Leafs. So we'll see We'll see what happens there. Um, it's unfortunate to see that series is not more competitive. I was kind of looking forward to that. I thought it would be a good one. Two mm. Metro Division teams, I yep. thought it would be a lot better than it is. Um, Pittsburgh's only scored five goals in the yeah. first three games. So that's it's hurting them. Obviously, it's not what they wanted to start the series with, but you know, you never know. They can come back. I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to happen with them though. Um, Tampa Bay has more of a chance to come back. Than I them. think a lot of it had to do with, and this is this is crazy, but how it can totally shape a series. That first game was a final in overtime, and Pittsburgh and them fought back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And then New York Islanders end up winning, and I think that took a lot of wind out of their sails because they come back the next day, get beat, or the next game and beat three to one, and then. They go into Pittsburgh and beat them four to one, and you're like, "Holy cow!" Like all their confidence was just lost yeah. after that first game, yeah. which sucks. Yeah. Because I, I that first game, I think, set us up kind of for d- disappointment after that. So yeah, I think so too. That was a good game, though. I, I watched that one. Um, it was it was a really good game. That was that was a fantastic yep. game. It was mm-hmm. a good tying goal at the end there, um, but. I don't know. I wasn't surprised with New York winning the first one, but I was. No, I wasn't surprised with them winning the first one. I just think it kind of took the wind out of their sails a little bit. And now a little West Coast talk. Uh, Vegas is up 2-1 against the Sharks. I have Vegas winning in seven or six. It might be. I don't know. But, uh, you know, no no real big things about that series. Stone really. Stone keeps scoring. Stone has been unbelievable. Yeah. And I think and we talked about him. He will be the difference maker on that team. Yep. And obviously, he's a great player, and he has been in the series. And I'm, I'm very yeah. excited to see if they can keep it going and move on. Yeah. Did you see the tweet that the Sharks sent out? Because the Vegas Golden Knights, so they come out with like a medieval oh, theme. Oh, yeah. yeah, I did. And, and yeah. they prefer to – they said, oh, we prefer to watch Game of Thrones instead of this yeah. this crap and then they promptly get scored on quite a, right away. <laughs> so, seconds, yeah, sixty. So yeah. that was great. So I hope the gold. I hope the Golden Knights move on. I mean, we both picked them, and, and I think it's a great young franchise to yeah. watch. So and uh, you're a Game of Thrones fan, you know? Did you huge, watch the new huge, episode? Huge Game of Thrones fan. Did you watch the new episode? Watch the new episode. You and liked it? I loved it. I won't. I won't throw any spoilers out there, just in case anybody <laughs> listening ha- hasn't seen it. So there you go. There's a little off the topic mm-hmm. talk, but uh, and then the Flames and Avalanche. Avalanche up two to one, man. That's that's a good series though. Lots of good hockey there, um, man. What's your thoughts on that series so far? Kale McCarr too. So, so um, we'll get into NCAA picks yes, and yeah. uh, and you you predicted correctly, but McCarr obviously comes in score and scores his first goal yeah. for the Avalanche. Great. Uh, Flames are another team that um, high flying team, great offense in the regular season, and then now we get to the postseason, and they, they don't look as good. No. And I'm not saying Colorado doesn't deserve it because they're playing really hard, but I still think the Flames will come back and win that series. But they Avalanche they have more are of a def- chance than the Tampa Bay Lightning. Absolutely. Sure, you know. And Avalanche are surprising me how well they're playing. And the crazy thing is, and then you, you got the Avalanche with the fourth pick in the draft, and they're playing like this. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine if they actually get the confidence, make it to the second round, have McCarr, get another great draft pick. That Team's gonna be that team's gonna be a force coming so, up. So so here's my opinion about this series. It's the same thing as the Eastern Conference. You have you know Tampa Bay would rather play Carolina, and I bet your ass that 
Calgary would rather play Dallas than, than Colorado. It's Absolutely. The same thing. But Colorado is such a strong team, just like Columbus is. They got the goaltending. They got everything. They got Washington's old goalie, Philip Grubauer, who's been lights out. Um, and it, it, I don't know. I mean, it's just another series that they would not want to meet them. You know, I mean, Avalanche, if they had to stay hot, they would have been in the first place. You know, they, they would have finished first, second, third. So they're, they're a really good team. They're playing hot right now. Uh, Jets and Blues, a little quick, quick recap. Uh, Blues had a 2 nothing lead on them, unfortunately. And then the Jets came back and blew them out in game uh, game three, six to three. So that's a good one for them. Yeah, and it's uh, obviously you have the Jets going on and win it all. So that's going to be a huge, a huge deal for you to see if they can. Uh, Blues obviously big have been game big, big game tonight. Yep, see if uh, the Jets can get even with them. And it it goes to show that if uh, if Bennington can be hot, then St. Louis is going to win, like we talked about. But if not, if they if this what happens and they get blown out again, I mean they they get six goals last game. So I think Winnipeg Winnipeg is uh, is motivated, and I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna take that series. But I think it might go six or seven. Yeah, I think so too. And then the Predators, Stars, Preds are up two one. Not surprised there really. Um, another good game Monday night though. Um, those games have all been within one goal mm-hmm. and it's been a very entertaining series. So Dallas, that's a, that's another wash series though. Like either team can win that one. Um, we're done talking about NHL. Let's, let's, let's get into college hockey a little bit. Yep. My prediction on you, uh, university of Minnesota Duluth winning back to back. I got it right. They were the first team to win it back to back since I think it was 2002. So it was good, good choice, but, uh, it was a good game too. Pretty incredible. Uh, we both picked the championship game right. Kind of messed up our bracket before that because there was a lot of kind of surprise teams, you know. Yeah. But um, it was nice to see a good uh, a good run from from uh, the Minnesota Duluth and them repeating and uh, see Kale McCarr playing in the first game with Colorado Avalanche after he played with UMass. Pretty exciting as well. So um, I'll be looking forward to next year, obviously, because we've talked about it a lot. I'm hoping ASU continues to build their program, and they're one of those teams that are constantly competing for a national championship. Yeah, so here's here's Kale McCarr's weekend. All right, so he wins Hobie Baker, mm-hmm. loses in the finals, unfortunately. It was a good game. Signs an NHL contract about two hours after that, um, after he lost. Then he plays his first game in the playoffs last night and scores in his first period. So it's just an awesome weekend. Well, well week, four days for him. Yeah. So hats off to him. Uh, you know, he's he's the first star of the week, I think, for no pucks. No, no doubt about that. But uh, and now women's hockey. Well, Here. I don't know. First star of the week. I mean, we're gonna have to talk about this because we got Tiger Woods. You're gonna. Oh you're, yeah, you're, Tiger Woods. You can't. Can't yeah. can you give it to Kale McCarr over Tiger Woods? You got Kale McCarr. You also got Mark Stone with five points the other night. Ah, yeah. Dude, there's a lot of good choices. We'll have to talk about that. We'll have bit. to talk about those three. Yeah. All right. So now women's hockey. Everybody's yeah. talking about this. You're an American, so you're probably a little biased, eh? Uh, not biased. Not after watching the thing. I I can be unbiased with this. They got robbed. They got hosed. Yeah. That's very. It sucks because it's been. It would have been Finland's first. Uh, on wor- home soil. Yeah. On home soil. You watch that, and you see how they, how they celebrate and how excited they were, and then to see it ripped away once the ref comes out of the freaking box and goes, no goal. Yeah. And that yeah. sucks. Sucks. Yeah, that was a hard uh, – I think – I don't know. I, I, I watched it so many times. That should have been a goal. There's no doubt about it. That's mm-hmm. – uh, that's a that's a bullshit call to end a championship like that. It was good. It's a good tournament too. Canada wasn't there unfortunately, but 
It's all right. It, it was a good. The, yeah. the board that oversees the officiating, um, they did the right thing. They defended. They defended their people because that's what they should do. Yeah. But they said, hey, if you if you ask a hundred people and poll a hundred people, then half of them are going to say that should be interference. Half shouldn't. I don't believe that. I think it's more about ninety five five. That <laughs> ninety five people would say, yeah, that is no way well, that I mean, should be interference. Wasn't even at inch in the, in the crease. crease. Yeah, wasn't the crease. I think that's exactly why it shouldn't be. Like, I mean, you. Totally like agree. right when a goalie's not in a crease, why why should it be goal interference? And the, it's free play. Yep. And honestly, the Finland player tried to to try to get out of the way of of, of the USA goalie. Exactly. And it didn't happen. And the rebound came off, and they scored the game winning goal. It is what it is. USA should be mad at themselves because they didn't play defense on that play, not because of the interference, because yeah. that didn't happen. Yep. But unfortunately, Finland did have a chance. I mean, you got to you got to say they had a chance. Eight minute, you know, eight minutes went by. They didn't score another goal, and then they end up losing in the shootout. So. Uh, sucks. Yeah, sucks for Finland, so, but yeah. So let's go into some NBA talk. Uh, we we didn't get a chance to talk about the brackets beforehand, but we had a brackets made. Mm-hmm. So um, who do you got? Let's let's go into it a little bit here. Uh, first matchup, we'll go into Golden State, LA. I think that's an easy choice for both of us. Golden State. I had them in. I had them in four. I thought they were going to win in four, and I think they would have until last night when they yeah. had the largest NBA comeback in playoff history happen to them. <laughs> I think it was just a lack of focus. Um, it's not going to happen again. That, that team's going to come back and destroy them now because <laughs> they're not. They're not going to let that get them down. They're going to win in five. Okay, five. Mm-hmm. I got them in six. I think LA is going to take one more. Okay, from luckily, right. I think All they're right. going to get lucky one more time. But Demarcus Cousins out for the play, out for the season now. So that's yep. unfortunate for them. That's a big loss, but huge loss. It's, yeah. it's also kind of like I don't know. Like I mean, it's making them more of a fair team now. Like I mean, you take away their all stars. Yeah. It's not. It's not as fair as some team. Like obviously, but I, no, that's I a huge loss though. Boogie's been is. playing great all year, and uh, it's it's sad to see him hurt his quad, and yeah. especially after what he came back from the Achilles injury, he was playing great too. I know. I think Achilles he's going to retire soon if he doesn't get his injury yeah. settled out. Yeah. I think I think he'll be done soon, yeah. and oh, that's unfortunate. He's a big big player in the mm-hmm. league. Um, Rockets, Utah, one nothing Rockets right now. They, uh, you know, I think pretty sure they blew them out, didn't they? They did. Like it was one twenty-two to ninety, I believe. Okay. I see. Even before that, I saw Rockets and five. I think Utah is a hard place to play at. I think the Jazz will take one of the games, but I think the Rockets are too strong, and I think they end up winning that game or in series in five games. I like Utah a lot because Donovan Mitchell. I really think, like, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he should he should have won Rookie of the Year a couple of years ago, and yeah. I just think he's. So you mean good. over Ben Simmons, who's not really a rookie? He's that still year. a rookie, dude. Are you kidding me? Who? Ben Simmons. Oh, ben Simmons? Yeah, you just ask him. Yeah, he's a rookie until <laughs> he retires, dude. So uh, he still hasn't made a three-pointer either. No. But uh, I, I, I still – I think Houston's going to take it in five, maybe six. Um, but I would say I would say five, yeah. yeah. Um, Portland, okay, OKC. I would have said OKC in, in six, but – I don't know. I, that's what I would have said. I had Portland in seven, and only because of how OKC has been playing at the end of the year. We talked about yeah. it. They they yeah. were playing great, and I think since I guess Paul George hurt his shoulder as well, so he's dealing with some of that stuff. So who knows where that goes? But before the series, I thought Portland in seven because Damian Lillard is amazing, and he is very he's he's very vocal about he's not going to team up with other superstars. He's not begging anyone to come to his team. I he's love gonna, him. Man. I love him too. I love that's old school NBA mentality. I hope yeah. he keeps it up. I hope he doesn't chase rings. He just stays in Portland his whole career. I think he he's might perfect. win one that way. Too, I hope he does. He's incredible. He's just, one of the best players in the league. He's just not recognized because he's not on one of the better teams. Yeah, in the he league. was voted uh, second most underrated player in the league. Yeah. Right? We talked about that last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say, I, I have a buddy that's a Portland fan, so I got to give him a hard time. But I think Portland's going to take mm-hmm. it now after they had a good first game. 
Um, Denver, San Antonio. This might be the biggest upset in this Western Conference. I think San Antonio is going to be able to fight with Denver, even though Denver is the second seed and San Antonio is the seventh seed. San, San Antonio is up one nothing At the start of the series, I would have said Denver in six. Probably going to change my mind. I, I, I think San, San Antonio is playing really well. I also had uh, Denver in six as well. That's what I would assume would happen. But, uh, man. San Antonio Spurs, what can you say? Every year they're there. They have DeMar DeMar DeRozan now, and they have Popovich, who's the steady guy who just leads that team every year. It doesn't matter who's there. And Marcus Aldridge and DeRozan are going to play hard every night. They're great players. Um, It'll be exciting to actually see them upset Denver in the first round. Yeah, and then uh, let's go into the Eastern Conference now. Um, Milwaukee, Detroit. Milwaukee took a... Blowout win last night, but no Blake Griffin in Detroit. But I would have, I would honestly say Milwaukee in six. I think I thought with Blake Griffin they would have been able to compete a little bit more. Without Blake Griffin, I'd say Milwaukee in four. Yeah, I have, I have Milwaukee in four um, because no Blake Griffin. I mean, they, they, that was the only way they were going to steal one. And uh, it's actually, it's actually pretty fitting that uh, Greek Freak moves on pretty easily, and uh, we'll be excited to see him the next round, obviously. So yeah, he's he's definitely the you know. The, the best player in the league right now, in my opinion. And he's, best, yeah. he's MVP, MVP. So mm-hmm. um, Boston, Indiana, unfortunately, Boston's up one nothing. I would have said Boston in five or six. I, I think at the start, I would say it's Boston six because I think Boston's not going to get eliminated in the first round, but I don't think – I think they're done after that. Yeah, Boston – Boston is the one team where – the only team, I think, in this playoffs besides – Besides the OKC, OKC Thunder, who um, obviously have been disappointing, but if they get hot and their team starts playing together like they should, that's a dangerous team that could come out of the East. But that's the, that's the problem. Their chemistry has been messed up all year. Uh, we'll see how Kyrie, if he can bring that team together, and Tatum plays well, then may, we'll see. You know, we'll see how they how they uh, advance. But I think they advance out of this round, obviously. And I, I have them in five games. Boston and five. Boston okay. and five. All right, so now Brooklyn and Philly. Uh, Brooklyn take, took game one, um, and then Philadelphia took last night by 22 points. Um, what's your thoughts on that series so far? I mean, Brooklyn's a good team. I, I honestly, at the start of the playoffs, I was thinking Brooklyn in seven. Oh, wow. Just because. Just it's a little upset. Of, yeah, I think a little upset mm-hmm. just because of how good D'Angelo Russell's been this year. Mm-hmm. I know they don't have the rest of the team that Philly has, but I don't think Philly's as good as everybody t- t- thinks about. So, And uh, Embiid's been uh, struggling with knee injury um, at the end of the year, and they've been trying to keep him healthy. Obviously, they came back last night, and they, they beat him pretty, pretty handily. But uh, I have Philly in six games, but... That being said, if Embiid does not play well and his yeah, that knee injury is still lingering, he's in trouble. Like they or Philly's in trouble. Ben Simmons yeah. is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have they have Jimmy Butler, who's kind of like the forgotten guy there, and I think they have who Tobias Harris, right? Tobias Harris. So they they have a lot of they have a good team, and it just doesn't seem like they've gelled as well as they should because Embiid hasn't been in the lineup. Right. So. Yeah. And then the last series to talk mm-hmm. about a little bit is. My boys, Toronto Raptors, they're down 1-0 to the Orlando Magic. They play in a couple, a couple minutes, a couple hours. Uh, what's your thoughts on this one? Uh, I don't, I don't think that means anything that they lost the first game. I just think they didn't come with the intensity they probably should have. I think they just assumed the Magic would roll over, and they didn't. Yeah. Magic came to play. However, I actually had the Raptors winning and freaking they sweeping them, but that's not going to happen, obviously. But they're they'll win in five. I have Raptors sweeping every series all the way to beating oh, Golden State. So well, um, well, that's <laughs> a little that's a little biased though. But no, <laughs> for our I, listeners, I uh, I think 
I, I would say Toronto in four, but now okay. I'll say Toronto in five. I think they'll go uh, they'll go four straight. I was watching that game and it made no sense to me how they're up by six points with four minutes left and they end up losing by three. It was a heartbreaking loss, but it was frustrating to be to be a yep. fan of them and just watching them. I, I hate the way they were playing the last couple of minutes. They were like Kyle Lowry was trying to hit those threes. Um, you know, like, like, Lowry needs to play better. I, Lowry, mean, I think everyone, I think everyone realizes that. Lowry but he needs horrible, to play a lot man. better. Like, he is you, horrible. You know, you're a point guard and you're going oh for uh, oh for twelve, wasn't it from mm-hmm. yep. from three? Yeah, and that is that is on. Like I don't know, that's unreasonable in my opinion. You shouldn't be going oh for three. So so oh uh, for, for seven, I think it was yeah oh for seven. So then that means who do you have winning it all? We'll get into the second round, obviously, as, as, as this goes on. But who do you have winning it all? Raptors and seven against the Warriors. Okay, that's, a, that's huge. So I actually have – this is the one year, especially with Boogie going out, I actually had the Rockets Holy beating shit. the Warriors and moving on to the finals uh, and beating the Raptors in seven games. Okay, so you're kidding me. You got Rockets over Rockets Raptors. over Raptors in the seventh. All right, and then and then I didn't get my Eastern. I didn't get my Eastern. Uh, I didn't get my Eastern uh, uh, pick yet, but I got uh, Toronto versus Milwaukee. Okay, but I got gotcha. seven games. I, I, it's hard. It's hard, man. That's a yeah. hard. Uh, that's a hard series. Well, that that's that's hard for you to pick against your Raptors, but you heard it here first. Rockets in seven in the NBA Finals. Oh, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. That's for sure. Um, I'm I'm full of the hot takes today. And well, next thing I want to talk about really quick: um, the phone situation in Philadelphia. You get oh, you get see yeah, that. Yeah. What's your thoughts on all that stuff? Everybody's talking about it. So their defense of that is that uh, his daughter was sick yeah. and they were checking checking on her. It's hard for me to, if that's true, then I would have to say it was in the first quarter, I believe, and I would have to say, okay, daughter's sick. I get yeah. it. I would say if I was that player, I probably would have told my coach or a person that works for the team that sits right behind the bench and be yeah. like, hey, will you monitor my daughter's condition condition or whatever's going on with yep. his family and be like, will you just update me? And I'm, I'm not going to have my phone on the bench because it looks really bad after you lose game one and you and Embiid are sitting over there checking your phone, right? Yep. I mean, that's it's it's a bad look. Yeah, But um, you should – that being said, you shouldn't have your phone out no matter what. You're a professional athlete. You have a game to focus on. However, when it comes to family, I think com- the lack of communication between him and the team is what it was what broke down right there. Yeah, I agree. I think it was unnecessary time for it, but it is what it is. You know, you gotta. It, it is family first, and a lot of people are saying though they're like, you know, do you check your phone at a regular day job? You do, and they're they're That's technically true. at work. So mm-hmm. it's a good point that people are making that it's okay that he's checking his phone for his daughter. I understand. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, next big NBA news we'll go into Luke Walton. Yeah. What do you think? Oh man. Uh, Tyron Luke. I think the writing was, I think the writing on the wall was there obviously for Luke to be fired. Uh, Sacramento jumped on it right away, hired him as their coach. Uh, good for Luke because I think he is a good young coach. I think that situation was not good. You come in there, you're a young coach. You have, you have LeBron James, who's just going to railroad over you and do whatever he wants to do because he's always traditionally run those, run franchises, run plays, done what he wants to do with the team, right? I think Tyron Lue has a good shot because he was in Cleveland. He will, he'll just let LeBron do his thing, and LeBron respects him. I don't think LeBron ever expected Luke 
So probably a good move for them to do that. Yeah, Tyron and, knows how to just stand back and just let yeah. LeBron do whatever the hell he wants. Now, LeBron, I, I've said this. We've said this on the show many times. I think they can be good. I think they're going to be a good team. I just do not see them ever rising to the top of that Western Conference. It's too good, and he's the other superstars don't want to play with him. So Yeah, I, I agree. I agree yeah. with that. And then Luke Walton, immediately, like you said, hired by Sacramento. Um, that's a good sign. He's a good coach, man. He yeah. really is, and that that's a good team. They're coming on the rise, and they're young, and they're they're going to be good in the next couple of years. So did you, in other NBA news, did you see that anonymous NBA poll that came out? There's a lot of different um, vote they voted. Did you see that? There's 130, peop- uh, 130 players were uh, polled. In an anonymous vote, the two most overrated players getting 17% of the vote were Draymond Green and Russell Westbrook. What are your thoughts on those two being the most overrated players? Most overrated. Um, I think I think Russ is kind of overrated. When he gets the big big moments, he doesn't really shine. Yeah, I know he does it in the, in the regular season, triple-double, triple-double, triple-double. But when it comes to the playoffs, he's not always that good. And I hate to say it, but I do agree with that. Draymond Green... I think he's just a lot of talk, and I think that's like where he looks more overrated because he's just talk. But right. he's he's a good player, you know. Like Absolutely. Yeah. But I I have to say I know they're I think that's why they got voted most overrated because both of those players talk a lot. Yeah. And I think they do. and I think NBA guys don't really like that. Now Westbrook, uh, pretty. I mean, he's triple double, double king, and by the time he's done, probably all said and done, he'll probably have the most. And he he's a great player, but you are correct. His shooting problems. He needs to fix those, or that that guy's not going to win anything. Yeah. And uh, I love his intensity. He comes and plays every night, but um, sometimes I think players just wish he wouldn't he wouldn't talk so much. I think that's part of the problem. Like um, Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard said that the other day. You know, mm-hmm. when when he was when he's talking about the series, he said it's when me and Russ meet, it's like two dogs fighting. So and it is They're, they they hate each other. Like, so they, the funny thing is with with uh, with that, that vote too. Um, receiving 4.2% of the vote, which is just ridiculous to me that anyone would ever vote these players. James, Har- James Harden, LeBron James, and Kyrie Irving. Overrated players, which that just tells me right there, some, guy, some guys are just freaking jealous of those skills because those guys are not overrated. Those are some of the best players in the NBA. So um, Kyrie think- Irving probably voted for LeBron, and LeBron probably voted for Kyrie. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, um, I agree with you. That's, so, that's most underrated good. players, we've talked about this, one of your guys you were just saying, Damian Lillard, which I totally agree with, 16, 16.3% of the vote, which is the highest, was Drew Holiday. And then Damian Lillard was up there. Chris Middleton, Kimball Walker, Bradley Beal. I mean, D'Angelo Russell was up there. There's a lot of really good guys up there. Nikola uh, Jokic is up there and Tobias Harris. So. I would say I would say Damian Lillard is the most underrated player in the league. Like he's not he's not talked about like Russell, and but he's so much better than Russell. And it's and it's hard. And it like he's not good as Steph, but he's getting there. You know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how Drew Holiday is up there as the number one most underrated player. I don't really. Yeah. You know. I don't really yeah. understand that. One, I would think but. Damian Lillard is my number one as well. I think we just doesn't get recognized because he's on the Blazers and because Fred Van Fleet is a good one too. Yes, I, I he think is. he's mm-hmm. very underrated because when how about he how about Sycam too. Yeah, Siakam. Yeah, Siakam, Siakam is that how you say his name? Yeah, dude, I'm terrible names on this show, but yeah, he's there. <laughs> he's No, dude, he's good, and yeah. he's going to win. I think he'll win most improved players. He, he deserves it. Russell, but that's going to be a battle. Because when, when Kawhi sat, not only Van Fleet, but him, but Siakam also 
killed it. Dude, he was putting up like triple doubles and mm-hmm. 42 points yeah. and all this shit, you know. And yeah. Fred Van Vliet, when he, he picks up for Kyle Lowry's bullshit, when Kyle Lowry doesn't have yeah. to shoot the ball anymore. Yeah. So it helps out to have a guy like that on the team. He's he's a big part of this team. So sure. the most important one, I think, in this whole poll is the GOAT debate. So they Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Kobe Bryant were on there, a couple other guys. But the top vote getter was obviously Michael Jordan, and he had a whopping 73% of the vote. Makes sense. Um, now, second place was LeBron James at 11.9%. And I think um, it doesn't say on here, but I think Kobe was at like 11.3 or 10.7 or something like that. He was right behind LeBron. So pretty telling there, I think, that NBA players still view Michael as the top player of all time. And we've had that conversation here, but it, it is pretty it's pretty interesting to see that every year, how they vote. So. Yeah, did you see Did you see Kevin Durant's um, top five? He, like, he was on an interview with someone. I think it was a podcast or something like that. And uh, he he didn't he left LeBron out of it. He said like a bunch of other players except for LeBron. And I I think it's just that's just like a way to get in someone's head. But I'm sure deep down inside he knows that LeBron's the second best player of all time, which everybody else does because mm-hmm. he 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 plays like it, man. He's he's deserved that right. And I don't know he doesn't have the rings to show it, but he's played so well for 15 years. So yeah, he deserves it. Absolutely, he does. Um, so we'll get over to baseball. Uh, talk about MLB, um, obviously still early in the season, but um, let's talk about some surprise starts for some teams here. Yeah, let's do it. So um, you were mentioning to me before we started recording here, Tampa Bay, they're <laughs> they're leading the American East. Um, which isn't which doesn't make you happy, obviously. No, and Baltimore's <laughs> ahead of New York right now, which also doesn't make me happy. But mm-hmm. New York, they're sitting at uh, below 500, unfortunately, and and Boston is is sitting below us. So I'm good with that personally. But uh, yeah, Tampa Bay starting off hot. They they got the you know reigning Cy Young winner. They're pitching really well. They're pitching really well. And then uh, and then in the Central, Minnesota's leading. I said at the start of the year that Minnesota could compete, sure. but we thought that Cleveland was going to win that one for sure. Yeah, I think I think it's just still early, even in all these divisions. But I mean, yeah, they, it's nice. Minnesota is competing though. So. Yeah, and then Houston is ahead of Seattle, even though they have eleven wins mm-hmm. and Seattle has thirteen. I don't understand that. Well, uh, because of the loss right there, because uh, oh, okay, they're eleven to five. Okay, they play yeah. more games though. I honestly think Seattle. It's kind of surprising because they got rid of Cano in the offseason. I think they got rid of Diaz as well, one of their pitchers. And Paxton. It, and Paxton, dude, it's surprising that they're they're doing so well. But uh, good for Seattle. But I still think Houston's going to overtake that division. Yeah, I think so too. And if not, Oakland's going to bump up there too because yeah. Oakland's a good team. Let's before we move on to uh, the National League. Uh, we got a huge series coming up, uh, Yankees in Boston, in your AL East. Yeah, it starts tonight. Um, I, I mean, I think the Yankees will take the series. But it's in Yankee Stadium. I think the you know ble- bleacher creatures will scare the Red Sox <laughs> a little bit. But Chris Sale's taking the game tonight against Paxton. I think uh, I think uh, they'll you know he's zero and three right now. I don't think he's going to lose the Yankees. That's not uh, that's not a good way to go zero and four to start the year. Yeah, and I think it's going to really push him. And then tonight. Uh, it's only a two-game series. Sale so. needs to get it going after that big contract he just signed. Too. Yeah, he does, and he, you know, starting over three. That's that's horrible. Oh, yeah, three, so. good. And then uh, tomorrow night, Happ and Eovaldi are on the mound, a former Yankee versus a former Blue Jay and a current Yankee. So I got Happ winning that one, and it's a one-one. It's a one-one in this series, I think. But all right, um, uh, National League, we have uh, the Mets winning their or leading their division right now. Philly right behind them. Atlanta right behind them. So we're. We were right on the Mets and Atlanta, uh, you know, still competing. Washington is not too far behind, but uh, Philly still still going strong. 
Uh, they have a lot of runs scored, but not even as much as the Mets, actually. So the Mets still are, are looking good. I think they're back. I think the Mets yeah, are back. Yeah, I called that. I said they were mm-hmm. in the division. Yeah. I, think, I think it's just because of pitching, man. They got such oh, yeah. good pitching. And the National League, they don't have as good pitching as the American League. So when you yeah. got good pitching in the National League, you're going to the top. And I think that's why the Mets are going to do so good. You know, Syndergaard. And they, but also Washington has really good pitching, too. But they're down 7-7 seven and seven right now, mm-hmm. which I think that will help in the future, too. If not, if they don't – Get improvement this year. I think Scherzer and, and Strasburg might be on their way out to try to get some get some prospects in there. Yeah. So so then uh, in the central you have Milwaukee winning or uh, leading the division right now at eleven and six. They look good. Yel- you got Yelich hitting three home runs. Yeah, Yelich looks great. I think you picked Brewers to win that division. Yeah. Um, the Cardinals are at nine and seven. I'm 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 rooting for them a little bit just because they have Goldie there. And then you move down to the NL West, where my uh, Dimebacks are playing a lot better than expected, but they're in third place right now. Yeah, they're not playing bad. And San Diego is the surprising one there. Very but surprising. I I don't know if that will stay. I They're a young team, and they're playing yeah. really well, but their pitching doesn't go with L.A.'s. Crazy, uh, crazy stat right now for them. They're winning the division, but they have a minus six run differential. Everyone <laughs> is negative in that division, actually. Um, except the Dodgers are plus 23. So that I think that tells you everything that the Dodgers are going to end up overtaking that division. And Bellinger, he got hurt, and he's yeah. out right now. So yeah. that's an unfortunate for the Arizona fans here, you know, the local yeah. boy. But, yeah, um, yeah he's hurt, and that, uh, that sucks for the Dodgers. He's been their best player all year so far. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, anything else to talk about today? Or? No, well, uh, next episode we'll uh, talk about that Boston and New York series, obviously. I'm sure we'll see if you're happy or not. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see how that goes. And obviously, next episode, we'll have a lot more to talk about with the NHL playoffs. Hopefully, a couple of rounds will be finished. Oh, yeah. Probably tonight. You know, your Tampa Bay boys, they're done. So, don't say that. All right. Oh, you got the hot take. That's not really a hot take, though, because no, you say they're not, done. Dumb 3 nothing. That's not a hot take. So. Um, yeah, I guess that's it, right? Is it um, well, we got a little, little local news. Uh, not much for... Uh, the uh, Arizona Cardinals today had a presser about their upcoming draft. Kime pretty much still saying we don't know what we're doing with the number one pick. I don't really believe him. We have the NFL draft coming up in nine days, so almost less than two weeks away. So our next episode, we'll talk a little about the NFL draft, see if there's any other new uh, news coming out of that. Um, we have uh, the Phoenix Suns. We're still waiting on the lottery there. Uh, hopefully they get that top three pick, hopefully number one or two. And then we have the Diamondbacks. We talked about them. They're right in the middle of the thick of things right now, but middle or beginning of the season. So uh, no no big local news, and we'll get into draft news next week on the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, and not not very much local news coming out of uh, coming out of Newfoundland. The Edge won their first series uh, five to two or three to two um, against the Sudbury Five. That was a big series. Um, they played really well the other day to take it home. Uh, the Growlers are up two nothing in their series. They're headed to Brampton. I think they play tonight. Um, and then oh, a little shout out to Alex Newhook over at the U eighteen in Sweden. He put up a hat trick in the pre tournament game and brought him over Belarus. Not you know not a great team to beat to get beat, but it's not a hard team to beat, I should say. But um, great look for him to get a hat trick over there. He is helping his draft stock 
every goal he scores over there, that's where the scouts are, and they're looking for him. But uh, hopefully the Arizona scouts are, are focusing more on At him. number 14, I think we no, pick. Number it's 14, there. Alex Newhook. That's that's what I'm hoping they say. From the Victoria Grizzlies in the BCHL, Alex <laughs> Newhook. That's what I'm hoping to hear. Well, so, that would be awesome. So, yeah, so that's that pretty much wraps it up. Make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and No Pucks Pod on Facebook at No Pucks Given. Uh, we're, we're getting – we're getting there, man. It's, it's getting in the good stuff here in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, tell your friends to listen and, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. Thanks, guys.